first off, I hate this press secretary's Hello. name. What's her name? I wonder why Jean so Pierre. many people are Jean Pierre, here today. yeah, she sucks, honestly. I really miss uh, the yeah, other chick. Yeah, right, you're right. You're here she for me. She was a Stoko killer on the No, 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 no. Nope, that's not, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Already we're not doing this. Let me see. Kaylee McKenney, she was great. Okay. It's not Russia. No, it was the other lady that sounded like her name was like Asian. The other, no, Trump's press secretary. Yeah, I, I know the other chick, the redhead. Welcome, welcome. Yeah, she to sucked the press too. That I probably fired her. Ass. Okay. <laughs> Are we ready? Are we gonna behave? While many folks. Keep interrupting because he's pissed. He's, I think he also said that he's been getting ignored. Sorry to our press conferences. He's been yes, getting ignored. Too. The I guy apologize. that's yelling up at her. Well, many, her. Well, many folks here in She's the US like, are You're making a mockery of, of this and, and the fir, our First Amendment, right? Team USA tomorrow night, by the way. We at the Can White House right? today are going to focus mm -hmm. on another sport, which is bit. soccer or football, as some of my guests might <laughs> say. <laughs> specifically AFC Richmond. And I can neither confirm nor deny uh, the existence of the Believe the ba banners that we're seeing around, that you all may be seeing around the White House complex today. It is an honor, it is truly an honor to have is that Coach show, Lasso uh, here with us like today. the top show out right now? <laughs> on a serious note, it's though, on, this is uh, actually very serious for I, the reasons that they all, all hear uh, Jason or whatever and that is, the and there's iPhone a real version, Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I never watched it, but I, I heard, I guess it's pretty good. Mental health. And they are meeting with the president and the first lady, as you all know. Does it have anything to do with mental health? important topic. And as you know, the president has made mental health uh, the centerpiece of his unity Probably agenda. in some of the episodes, because the coach, uh, which is the yeah. guy in the blue, uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis, yeah. uh, he has like a breakdown because he's um, in Europe. Yeah, uh, being around I, his son, I truly did not know or that his be wife, this one when, uh, wife type, on the way here. Uh, <laughs> so until <laughs> we're out here, uh, and, and then and, also uh, like so, uh, thank the other characters are also uh, going through breaks for bigger reasons than okay. uh, and he's uh, there I just want to say to be that like on behalf of myself, they literally called him uh, by his character name. Here <laughs> with me today and the numerous other folks that, Mr. Lasso. that uh, <laughs> it takes to make uh, our show Ted Lasso, it, it is sincerely an honor to visit the White House and to have the opportunity to speak. The president He's probably freaking out right now. About the importance he said, I didn't know this was going to be like this. Um, so, like, no matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter uh, who you voted for, we all probably, I assume, we all know someone who has, uh, or have been that someone ourselves, actually, that's struggled, that's felt isolated, that's felt anxious, that has felt alone, right? And it's actually one of the many things that, that uh, believe it or not, uh, that we all have in common as human beings, right? And they so, probably um, literally gave him that too, and just hey, just go up there and read it's this. That's something that we can all, you know, and should talk about with one another when we're feeling that way, or when we, when we recognize that in someone feeling that hey, way. Pause it. Uh, so please, you know, we encourage everyone. And See, I'm already like agreeing with him. Like he says, no matter who, what side you're on, or who you voted for, there is a, a thing where we need to start focusing on this. Yeah. But the causes of how they make us fight each other is also the mental breakdown mm -hmm. because now the whole time I thought it was right, but I'm in a zeitgeist and everything I've been taught is wrong. Yeah. You ever seen the movie zeitgeist? Uh, yeah. I seen there's different ones though. Isn't there? No, that's what's changed. No, there's different, uh, well, there's different 
zeitgeist. Yeah. A couple different and ones. the one that I was told to watch in like 13, they're like, dude, if you watch this, you'll be like, yo, everything's a lie. Ah. And okay. I was like, I can't watch it. Yeah. Because I, I thought my, my own thought process would go down a tunnel, a rabbit hole, and I'd be digging and digging and digging. And, and I'd be like the, the detective that kept trying to find Tupac's murderer. Yeah. And Never they ended. kicked him off the force, but he still kept working on yeah. it. And he dug himself away from everybody because he had to find. And even though they knew the truth, they were trying to push him off. Yeah. So he knew more, but he couldn't let it go because he wanted the truth and he wanted the. Well, it's like, I mean, <laughs> they, they force feed us a bunch of stuff that they that, to make us think <clears throat> a certain way. And like life's supposed to be like th- this or like that. We and need to find the clip where Obama said that. Well, Obama literally said that. What you do is you separate the country, and then the government just tells the country what they're supposed to believe, and that's how you control them. Yep, pretty much, yeah. So I, we need, I, we need to find that clip so, but, then, um, so we can play it right after you said it. Yeah, <laughs> also, honestly, I, I think a big ish, a big thing that uh, mental health is also the you know, nutrition and being healthy and all those different things. Video games, even t- what you watch on TV, all has plays a a part onto how your mental health is and where you know I get I don't know to me it's it's all part of the same <laughs> system they do they want people fucking either sick or mentally ill so they can fucking give them the medicine <coughs> for it yeah type but of thing <coughs> I'm not saying there's not actual th- a, a, these any of these you know illnesses but like even like some of these like I hear kids saying that they're depressed and stuff like that and I ask myself how do you even know what that means you know what I mean? So who's who's instilling these thoughts in your head, and now all of a sudden you feel that way? You know what I mean? <coughs> um, <coughs> a really, really <coughs> shitty teacher. <laughs> and it's a big theme of the show is like to check in with your, you know, your neighbor, your coworker, your friends, your family. Oh, I guess that uh, is the theme and ask of the how show. They're doing. And and listen Check sincerely, in. you know. I mean, you all ask questions for a living, but you also listen for a living. So, you know, who am I preaching to? The choir, that is. Okay. Um, and look, and while look, while it's easier said than done, I, I we also have to know that we shouldn't be afraid. And to what ask is he a, a soccer coach in the and show? That, that does mm-hmm. take a lot, especially when it's something that has such a, a for England, negative stigma yeah. to it, such as mental health. And it, it doesn't need to be that way. And if you can ask for that help from a professional, fantastic. If it needs to be a loved one. Equally as good in a lot of ways because sometimes you just need to let that. Pressure, I don't feel that, like that a lot of people release. really. Uh, um, the president's working on and his and his own team have a stigma against real, mental health. I don't think most know people that. are accepting of it. FIFA and EA will tell part. you we are actually a make-believe team, but uh, you know they're working very hard to make sure that yeah. the, that you know well, that having them on here felt like that. That's what I felt like too. Distracting us with this shit. TV stars on at the White House and all bullshit, right? And don't always feel. Heard, seen, listened, well, China and Russia over but here I truly fucking believe that it, we should all do our best to help take care of each other. That's, that's my own personal belief. I think that's something that everybody up here on stage believes in. That's, that's things we talk about in the writer's room, and we talk about in the editing room, and everything in between. Uh, and just like, you know, just want to emulate, you know, these make-believe folks that we all play at AFC Richmond and, and the way they take care of one another. That is the wish fulfillment of the show, aside from me playing coach and these guys being professional footballers. You know, that's like, you know, that's, that's, that's a big part of the show. Uh, <laughs> Well, the guy now, that I, familiar, who's that? I can't help but take this opportunity to, to take uh, at least one question. So please, know. yeah. Ah, wait, hold on. Decorum, right? That was the word we were using? Decorum? Uh, yes, sir, a familiar face. Hi. Trent Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, 
journalist. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, uh, Trent, nice to see you. How do you feel about Kansas City being one of the named hosting cities for the uh, 2026 World Cup? Ooh, I was hoping for a softball. Okay, um, you know what? I'm very excited, truth, truth be told. Yeah, Kansas City is going to be one of these teams. Uh, I mean, I love this town. What I am genuinely worried about is once we get all these folks from all over the world to come to Kansas City and see our city, eat our food, meet our people, you're going to have... You know, a lot of folks that won't want to. What's going to be in Kansas City? That's what I'm worried about. Uh, that's it for us. All right. Thank you very much. All right. See you guys. Thank you sincerely so much for having us and, and putting up with us. Now on to uh, greener pastures. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thank see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. It was like, thanks for doing that. Thank I'll never do it again. Thank you. Excuse me. You're you're Joe Biden yeah, I, 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 I got the real one here now. You know? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Okay. They're acting like the others were acting like they were important by we staying quiet. They really the were nobody. They're like, no, we don't need you um, guys. We don't here. know you from the office. We don't need you guys here. <clears throat> so let's make sure they're gone before we get these rude ass questions. Dude is about to be like any, any other actors. Some people in the briefing room, because you don't like them, you don't like them. So you have a choice. You, oh, yeah, you have a choice. He's mad about the briefing room. I guess he couldn't go in the briefing room. Okay. And I'm saying that that's not right. This is not China. This is not Russia. This is the United ah. States. This is the White House. It's been seven months. I sent you to Russia, but you're here too, pal. It has been seven months. You guys have not done that anymore. If you have grievances, you should bring them to her later. I have done that. I have done that. All my emails have been ignored. And the press corps is tired of dealing with this. It is not about you, son. It's not that you get questions all the time and you don't understand what it is to sit here for eight months and be discriminated against. I was saying that they're not letting me ask questions. And you get questions all the time. But there are people in the back who don't get any questions. Don't make assumptions about what the rest of us do. Mind your manners when you're in here. If you have a problem, you bring it up afterwards. But you are impinging on everybody in here who's only trying to do their job. <laughs> okay, Sorry. thank you. I'm saying that you shouldn't discriminate against some people because you don't agree with their questions. You're offended by your questions. We all heard it. I bet you that's a bunch of CNN people sitting up in the front. Let's sit your ass back down in the back. This is the White House press briefing room, a historic room, a room that should have decorum, a room where folks should respect their colleagues and respect the guests that are here. And I understand that there's going to be give and take. That's the way the press briefing has gone for decades before me. And I will always, always respect that. But what I will not what I will not appreciate is disrespecting your colleagues and disrespecting guests who are here to talk, who were here, to talk about an incredibly important issue, which is mental health. And what has just occurred this last 10, 15 minutes is unacceptable. It's it, it is unacceptable. So we're, gonna, so we're either going to continue the briefing or we can just end the briefing right here. Okay, well then, let's go. Shik said no. <laughs> I need now to get something off guest, this. <laughs> my colleague, John Kirby, is joining me. What's crazy, though, to me, though, is, like, how the fuck, um, why not have, like, a real professional come on there and talk about mental illness? Like, why don't you got, like, Jordan Peterson up there talking about mental illness? 
or somebody that actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. That's a good point. A real I was doctor. thinking the same thing. Because so, so like, they want to bring up all these, who I don't know who it is that's talking. The guy with the accent, he's trying to bring up, like, another subject. Yeah, but yeah. But because mental health is so important and such a, a big issue, you're going to come in here and interrupt. Now the guy looks bad, even yeah. though he wants real story on, hey, yeah. why are we still sending money to Ukraine? But yeah. nobody knows about it yeah. type thing. And he wants to ask a, a real question, but mental health is Well, that. he's also probably no looking compassion. at it like, why the fuck? I, this is a joke. Like, I'm not getting no questions. They're bringing actors out here to fucking play TV, you know what I mean? Reading off a script that he didn't even probably write. Uh, and it's just like, he's probably sick of that shit. I'd be pissed too. Yeah, because he can't, because... It's all proper, was it? Proper I, I don't know. I guess I can't uh, explain what I mean, but it's... Do your best. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Like it, Words what hard. I'm saying is because <laughs> mental health, if you if you interrupt anything about mental health, you have no compassion or yeah, empathy. That's like trans. And so that's that's they're making that yeah. a big issue. So when you're like, Well, what about this? Well, today we're talking about this. But tomorrow's gonna be something else that we're talking about and I can never bring up that one thing I keep wanting to talk. So yeah, maybe yeah. he hasn't been able to ask any that's real questions. Seems, that's what it seems like to me. Because like, it, there's always a a scapegoat, yeah. Uh, something that's you know. He's probably. Asked, I wish I knew who it was. He's probably asked some tough questions in the past. Here today to talk about President Xi's visit to Moscow and take any questions that you may have. Again, another guest that should be respected in this room and allowed to take questions from the front and from the back, and that's what we do every day, and that's what we're going to continue to do. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. I do. Thank you. I do have a, a, a few things to get through, and I promised Green I'd try to be as brief as I, I could. But there's a there's a lot going on, so just please bear with me, and then uh, be happy to take as many questions as uh, as time will allow. Today, I think you, as you all know, President Xi's visiting Russia to meet with President Putin. Now, you also probably know that China's already issued a four-point plan for the conflict the president, in Ukraine, yeah. which president includes Xi, an essential China's respect for the sovereignty and territorial integrity talking about our president. I'm like, what? We encouraged yeah. President Xi to advocate for this exact essential key point, which must include the withdrawal of Russian forces from sovereign Ukrainian territory. She don't give a fuck about any charter. of that. He's like, you're world doing great work over there, Putin. Keep it up. Especially <laughs> the Ukrainians themselves who have put forward their these own Americans. <laughs> for a just peace, which draws again on these same UN principles. And let's remember, this war could actually end right now if Russia would, would withdraw its troops from the country. We hope that President Xi will press President Putin to cease bombing Ukrainian cities, hospitals, and schools, to halt the uh, war crimes and atrocities, uh, and to withdraw all his troops. But we are concerned that, instead, China will reiterate calls for a ceasefire that leaves Russian forces inside Ukraine's sovereign territory. Now, any ceasefire that does not address the removal of Russian forces from Ukraine would effectively ratify Like, why would China Russia's go there and do that when they're trying to, like, take over Taiwan to and do the same thing probably then, in a few months? to restart the war at a more advantageous They're probably there for pointers. For them. <laughs> this would... Uh, the, the world should not be fooled by any tactical move by Russia, aided by China or any other country, to freeze the war on its terms without any viable pathway to restore Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Any such attempt 
any such attack would violate the UN Charter and defy the will of the 141 countries that demanded just weeks ago at the UN General Assembly that Russia immediately, completely, and unconditionally withdraw from Ukraine. Um, Efforts to end this conflict must take Ukraine's position into account. And so we encourage President Xi to play a constructive role by speaking. We'll see what. Thank you. Okay, just a couple things and then we'll get going. Uh, As you all know, earlier this month, President Biden released his budget, which will the following, invest in America, lower costs and cut taxes for working families, protect and strengthen Social Security, Medicare, and reduce the deficit by nearly $3 trillion over a decade, all while ensuring that no one making less than $400,000 per year pays a penny more in new taxes. The day after the President released his budget, the House Freedom Caucus released their MAGA budget proposal, which is a five-alarm fire for hardworking families. Each day this week, we will zero in on how the MAGA budget proposal would be a disaster by endangering public safety, raising costs for families, shipping manufacturing jobs overseas, and undermining American workers, what? hurting seniors, and weakening national security and our ability to outcompete China. Today, we're showcasing how the MAGA budget proposal would endanger public safety. And here is how it will do that. Make our borders less secure by eliminating funding for more than the 2,000 CBP agents and officers. Defund the police, not fund the police, but defund the police by eliminating funding for 11,000 FBI personnel and 400 local law enforcement positions. Allow an additional 150,000 pounds of cocaine nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl, nearly 2,000 pounds of heroin into our country. Slash rail safety How do you even get those numbers? Leading to 11,000 fewer rail safety inspections days next year alone. Jeopardize our air safety. So first off, what she's saying sounds fucking completely like bullshit, bro. Like those, all those things are the things that they're fighting against. But the, why was MAGA... Yeah, that why, why she's that word too. Saying defund the police when Maga never said defund yeah. the police. Yeah, and she's calling it that, and it's not even that. It's it's I don't know if that's what they called it, but but I feel like they're just using that too because they know it fucking triggers people <laughs> when they hear it. Like oh, they go, Maga fuck said Maga. to do that, even though I was the one fuck saying Maga. it. But MAGA said it, yeah. and then they believe it. Like, how do you, how yeah. do you believe that? And then what was that one that they said? Oh, I gotta wind that shit a little bit. Like she said something about the job uh, about uh, his budget, which will the following: invest in America, yeah, lower costs, and cut taxes for, for working families, exactly protect and strengthen Social Security, Joe Medicare, and reduce the deficit by nearly three trillion dollars over a decade. All while ensuring that no one making less than four hundred thousand per year pays a penny more in new taxes. The day after the president released his budget, the House Freedom Caucus. Oh, that's another thing too. Like I like how she puts it into like, oh, no, f- you know, working families won't pay more in taxes and it's that. Like, what do you think the people that are making four hundred k are doing? You think they're just sitting on their ass? But you want to tax them too? They're a working family too. That's middle class. Well, I think yeah, because I. I, I think once you get into over, like, I don't even know what's technically considered. Is it? I thought it was more than that to be, like, middle class. I'm going to look it up real quick. I thought, like, lower class was 25 and under. Yeah. 25,000. Yeah, yeah. 
So that means I'm in upper class. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're upper class. That I'm lower class. Sense. Oh yeah, uh, I'm, it'll make four hundred thousand. So how would I? I mean, there's no way that yeah. Lower yeah well, class it says the middle class fifty thousand a year and under. That's there's no such thing as that. It says earning between class. forty-seven and one hundred and forty-one thousand is technically in the middle class. Who? Anyone earning between forty-seven thousand and one hundred and forty-one thousand is technically middle class. Uh, so upper right, is like so. one fifty-one and yeah. up. It's about like twenty-five to. It's like twenty-five. Well, it's gonna say twenty-five to hundred. So when you make one hundred and forty-two, you're in the next tax bracket. Yeah. So I guess once you get over that, you're in the upper class. That's uh, crazy. I don't this know who decides like these classes. Budget proposal, which is a five alarm fire for hardworking families. Each day this week, we will zero in on how the MAGA budget proposal would be a disaster by endangering public safety, raising costs for families, shipping manufacturing jobs overseas, and undermining American workers, hurting seniors, and weakening national security and our ability to outcompete China. Today, we're showcasing how the MAGA budget proposal would endanger public safety. And here is how it will do that. Make our borders less secure <coughs> by eliminating funding for more than <coughs> 2,000 CBC agents and officers. Defund the police, not fund the police, but defund the police by eliminating funding for 11,000 FBI personnel and 400 local law enforcement positions. Allow an additional 150,000 pounds of cocaine nearly 900 pounds of fentanyl, nearly 2,000 pounds of heroin into our country. Slash rail safety inspections leading to 11,000 fewer rail safety inspections days next year alone. Jeopardize our air safety by shutting down air traffic control tower services at one third of all US airports. And that's just the start of it. That's just the beginning. So we look forward to sharing more uh, every day this week. Uh, one one last thing, and then we'll get started. We send our best wishes to everyone celebrating Nowruz across the United States and around the world, from the Middle East to Central and South Asia and to Europe. The Nowruz holiday brings loved ones together around the Hapsin table to reflect on the year that has passed and renew hope for the year ahead. This year comes at a difficult time for many families. When when the hope is needed more than ever, including for the women of Iran who are fighting for their human rights and fundamental freedoms. The United States will continue to stand with the women of Iran and all the citizens of Iran who are inspiring Mm. the world with their conviction and their courage. Which is weird, like I don't know what the fuck they mean. And together with our partners, we will continue to hold Iranian officials accountable for their attacks against their own people. With that, you want to kick us off, Steve? Thanks, Green. It's first a a quick moment of personal privilege here. I just want to express uh, our apologies to the press corps to the folks watching at home for the display we saw earlier. Our responsibility is to them. We're here to ask questions on their behalf to hold their government accountable, but they can't all be here. Um, this, is, it, this isn't about us. Um, so with that, uh, for you, there's some calls over the weekend, last couple of days. But like it is, though, bro, it's, it's the First Amendment right to fucking ask questions and get them answered as a journalist and stuff like that. When you get fucking people ignore you and no one's giving you the time of day. 
uh, and appreciate that, I should say. I appreciate that. Uh, I think the up. American people appreciate that because that is an important message to send to all of them who are watching. But as you know right oh. now, Zeke, our goal I, is I to ensure the financial system say, is stable. But, um, that is their focus of treasure. Pause it. That way it doesn't interrupt the, the, uh, like the, the listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pause it if you're going to, because that way, I mean... Just talking? Yeah. Oh, he was apologizing for what the guy said earlier. Yelling and shaking. And as you saw, due to our actions this week at the direction of the president, uh, Americans should be confident. Yeah, and he it. and he was like, oh, you know, uh, it's not about us. It's about he, you know, being here and all this other stuff we were saying. And I'm just like, dude, I was like, you got, but you you got a right to ask these questions, and it's part of your job. And when, like, when if you get like shut down and, sh- and you're not able to do your job, like. That's pretty shitty, especially if you yeah they're doing it on purpose, and that's the thing too. Like I, I heard how it's set up, kind of like in the front they got like all the main people they want to ask people asking questions type of thing, and then everybody further back as they go further back it's less, you know, notable people also notable news outlets, but then even further back is like the people like they don't really want asking questions or they're not gonna acknowledge for a question type of thing, you know. Like up front, you got all the big ones like CNN and all that shit. Fox be up there sometimes. Second, third row though. Deposits uh, will be there when they when they need them, and uh, and so again, that's what our focus is going to be. We don't have any new announcements at this time, uh, but clearly, uh, we want to make sure that our financial st- uh, system is stable. Moving to a topic, uh, Congress is barely President the Origins Bill. Uh, what do you think about that? Uh, I spoke to this uh, last week. We're reviewing. We're certainly reviewing it. Just don't have anything to share on uh, the president signing the bill at this time or next actions. Thanks, Kareem. Um, and I'll join Zeke in what he said earlier. Um, what does the White House make of former President Trump calling on supporters to protest his potential indictment? So, as you know, it's an ongoing investigation. We do not comment on any ongoing uh, uh, investigations from here. We've been very consistent on that. Uh, so certainly I'm not going to uh, break that, uh, uh, kind of break our, our, our protocol here. So I won't, I won't comment from here. I'm asking about the former president calling on supporters to protest so the possibility. That, that he understood, might be understood. Wanted to say that at the top. Uh, so look, the president has been very clear when it comes to Americans who want to, to protest. Uh, they should do it peacefully. Uh, and that is something that is incredibly important that the president has always uh, continued to say. But I don't want to get into, um, you know, hypotheticals from here. Uh, and so I'll just leave it there. Yeah, because that whole thing is hypothetical. Is it hypothetical? Because now House Republicans are requesting to speak with the Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg about his ongoing investigation into former President Trump. Is that the view of the White House, a proper use of federal taxpayer dollars to investigate or try to find out what a local prosecutor Again, I'm, I'm just not going to, to speak because that, that is an underlying connection uh, to, to, the, uh, to the investigation. I'm just not going to comment from here. Uh, look, our, the president is going to continue to focus on what the American people need, their priorities. Uh, we're going to continue to focus on lowering costs. We're going to continue to focus on the president fighting for Medicare, uh, Social Security, uh, ACA. That is what the president's going to do. Look, if Republicans, and the president has said this over and over again, uh, if the Republicans want to work with us in a bipartisan way to deliver for the American people to continue to build on the successes that we have seen in the last two years when it comes to the economic policy, building an economy from the bottom up, middle out, uh, he's willing to have that conversation. We saw what the president 
proposed on Friday regarding changes to how the FDIC oversees banks and executives at banks specifically. Has he been in touch directly with any business leaders, or who was it here at the White House that may have had conversations with Warren Buffett, for example? So, so I've seen the reports of on Warren Buffett. Uh, uh, that yeah, you they had him at the White House on. after don't, don't have that anything bank to read crashed out or to, to lay out mm, on any at Silicon company. Valley Bank. Yeah, I BBC. Huh? Was it B B V A B V B? Uh, I forgot. I think it was. I thought it was like an S or something. SVB? SVB. Yeah, it was at Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, that's all it is. Oh, that's actually their initials. I was yeah, like, because yeah. it sounded like another one that I've heard of. Yeah. I like how she's just like not answering the questions about the investigation and just jumps into conservatives want to, or if the Republicans want to work with us, they can work with us to do bad policies for this, 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 and this, and like just completely blows over the question that he asked. Like, if they help us, then things will get done, but because yeah. they hold us back, we can't get anything done. Pretty much, yeah. She just like, throws that in there, though, when it has nothing to do with what the dude was actually even talking about. You know, he was asking about Trump's indictment and all that stuff, if the president's focused on that and whatnot. And it's just like, answer the question. That's gotta it's be a simple a, question. Well, that's got to be a CNN. Oh, no, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe. No, nah, definitely not. Probably like a Fox News, maybe. He, he was kind of pressing her. He asked like two, three questions CNN in a row. CNN only made their money off of Trump. Yeah. Talking about him all the time. And then now they're always trying to find him. We need a new Trump story. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. MAGA. Conversation. Uh, and so I'll just leave it there. And the president himself otherwise. Just just don't have anything to, to read out on conversations that the president may have had with anybody from the business sector or outside of outside of the of the White House. What I can say is, and we've said this many times before, he has been kept regularly updated uh, by his economic team, by the chief of staff, uh, and that continues. Thank you. Thank you, bro. To, to put a follow-up on his question about the former president's uh, message to his supporters. You know, given what we've seen in the past when the former president has urged his supporters to, to take our nation back, um, are you concerned and worried as an administration about the threat of violence? So we, we are always prepared. I can say that from here. Uh, I'm just not just like they were on January 6th or, or uh, any potential scenarios, but we are always prepared. And uh, on the issue of banking, um, there's some reporting that Warren Buffett has been in touch with the administration. You know, playing a role in, in, in sort of helping to advise as you address the banking crisis. Can you confirm that? Can you comment on, on any conversations with Warren Buffett? Yeah, I, I, think, um, I think I just asked that question. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I just don't have uh, anything for you at this time. I can confirm that, that I have not had. The best part is, as you said, they're always prepared if anything was to happen. Yeah, they they are always prepared, in my opinion, just like they were on on January sixth when that happened too, because they knew that they knew that shit was gonna happen the way it happened. I feel, and they let some of it happen the way it happened. So, well, yeah, that's how you control the narrative too. Yeah, but that's that's why you make an atrocity. She's like, oh, don't worry, so we're not gonna have that same on shit on one side or the other. Yeah, I had a conversation with Warren Buffett, but no, I just don't have anything to to read to to read out at this time. No problem. No, problem. Uh, just following up on the on the broad question about banking. Can you give us a sense of next steps in this? You expressed confidence that the banking system is strong, but there's still some jitters out there. Understood. Uh, look, the president has already called for Congress uh, to make it easier for regulators to do the following. Claw back compensation, 
uh, impose civil, civil penalties and ban executives uh, from working in the banking industry. He will also uh, going to call on Congress and bank regulators to strengthen the rules uh, for larger banks so this doesn't happen. Again, as you know, and I've said this many times, before in 2018, we saw that the previous uh, uh, administration rolled back some of the tough requirements put Put, under, put in place under the uh, Obama-Biden administration, and so which was which was put in place to strengthen uh, the financial system. So, uh, so the administration again is going to actively look into what regulations or laws uh, should be strengthened to prevent this from happening again. But look, the actions that we saw this weekend, the actions that we have seen over the past ten days or so, uh, should give the American people confidence. Uh, that uh, that uh, you know depositors will have their money will be there uh, when they need it, and so uh, again we have done everything that we can to make sure that uh, we hold the we hold um, the managers of these of these banks accountable, uh, and uh, and that this does not affect and we don't put on the hook the taxpayers or the American people. It's bullshit, because the same thing that happened in two thousand eight when the housing market crashed, and. Uh, Basically, what was happening, all the bankers were, they were taking the money that was being deposited into their banks or into their companies, like investment companies, and they were using it and then putting it into other, uh, basically into housing, into the housing market type of thing. And what happened was that they basically were spending money, they were and they were overvaluing these, these, uh, these assets as well, like the housing, the housing market and all that stuff. And basically, when the shit all crashed, they instead of them going broke or having to pay the money back that they lost, they the government pushed forward a few bill, uh, some some bills that made it so that the taxpayers would have to pay back for all those losses mm-hmm. over time. They bailed them out pretty much. And she's saying that shit right now, but it's like the bankers and the and the people at the top of these companies have so much influence on Congress and and um on the government that it's fucking practically impossible to fucking get that done. I don't see it happen. If I think they, I think the bankers of that bank will get bailed out. I just seen an article that says First Citizens uh, is planning on buying it, uh, buying them out, would acquire Silicon Valley. Yeah, Valley Bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to show you this uh, video that I found. Well, yeah, I found the. I think you sent it to me actually, but I found like the full video. Hello, fact finders and truth seekers. This is Dr. Peterson yeah, Pierre with America's COVID. Frontline Doctors, bringing you today's Frontline Flash. So the current situation is this. If you have COVID and you end up in the hospital, you're put on a rigid protocol and there's high mortality rate in the hospital. This is over from over a year ago too, by the way. And it's uh And this is the one they canceled, right? I think or so. They they cut All I know is he's only got eight thousand views on this video. And it's honestly dude, he just speaks some real ass facts. But that's the one and that I your you sent me and it was TikTok. the guy I was watching. Yeah, it was reaction. Yeah family is kept in the dark as to what's happening so what's going on here number one the cares act is providing bonus payments to hospitals whenever you have a diagnosis of covid and then number two the center for medicare and medicaid services is waiving patient rights this is a deadly combination so here's what happened you get a payment because you offer a free COVID test in the emergency room. You get a boost payment if you have a diagnosis of COVID. Number three, you get another bonus payment if you are admitted with COVID. Number four, you get another bonus payment if you're put on remdesivir. 
Number five, another bonus payment if you're put on a mechanical ventilator. Number six, another 20% bonus if the diagnosis on your death certificate says COVID, even though you may not have died from COVID. And then number seven, there's bonus payments to coroners. Do you understand the gravity of what's happening right now? The Biden administration is literally paying hospitals to kill you. That's what's happening. This is terrible. We need to stop that. These are real human lives we're I talking about. They're priceless. It's estimated at about $100,000 per patient is what the hospital is getting. Think about that. Bro. Ladies and gentlemen, the real news of right now continues on the next Frontline Flash. So, that tells me a lot. <laughs> 100K per patient. I was just looking at some stuff, too, from about remdesivir. A bunch of side effects for it and stuff. Uh, back pain, chest tightness, coughing, dark-colored urine. Uh, headaches, hives, uh, nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, trouble breathing. I'm like, what the fuck were they giving people that for if, <laughs> if they're already having trouble with all those things? <laughs> like, what is this going to do? Uh, less common is seizures, I guess they say sometimes. That's nuts. So they're like, breathing, blistering. You can't breathe? Okay, well, we'll give you something that's might so help you breathe, but you're going to piss like burnt orange colors well they also said too like it caught it makes it harder to breathe too sometimes that, that's a side effect and i'm like you're gonna give me something that could make it well, harder it's, it's it's like one side effect to another side effect yeah so that and then the ventilators obviously and that's crazy too because the ventilators were the things that were like you get on the ventilator you might as well just Sign your death warrant. Well, that, yeah, that they were actually killing people. Yeah, when they, as soon as they got on them, and then um, yeah, the, I I think um one of my one of the friends I used to work with at the roofing company I used to work at, he actually got put on a ventilator and he like died shortly after that, and I think same mm-hmm. thing with my grandfather, but that shit um, no, actually my grandfather was after the vaccine, which even worse. It just explains a lot into why everything was the way it was, you know. And why they they were pushing everybody all these tests for you to get tested, and the the doctors are in on the shit too, so you can't even trust your doctor. It's all kickback, which is sad. You know what I mean? Can't trust your doctor or the nurses or the hospital because they're all about the they try to get that money at the end of the day. And the fact that so many doctors are probably knew about this and how this was going and how this was rolling, and they said nothing. They've said nothing. Only a few handful who then get fired and lose their license and all these other things. Yeah, there was five doctors, I think it was in California, that try to reach out and say, no, this is what you need to do. Yeah. And then they canceled them or took the videos off. Fucking shitty, dude. So anybody that was trying to speak the truth was getting sideswiped. So the fact, 20, 20% bonus, I said, for uh, de- if it said COVID on your death certificate. Even if you didn't die of COVID. Yeah. I don't know what he meant by um, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services was waiving patient rights. I'm guessing that's because they if they found out they you had COVID, another member. 
Well, I'm thinking if you found, if you obviously, if you got COVID, they're telling the world how many people got COVID every day and how many people are dying from COVID and all that stuff. So your your right to your privacy is gone. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. now all the information is out there. Well, maybe not all of your information, but the fact that you got COVID now and all this other stuff. So no, th- they weren't taking names. Well, maybe they were taking names. Oh, they definitely know, have names. Probably but they not. were just going they off have numbers. names. Every, like today, they, yeah. this is how many people we find. That's out. true. But they also but think about it because they were keeping. Tra- I think they were keeping track of who was getting tested and who was testing positive, and just like they were keeping track of who got the vaccine. You know, all that stuff's on, on file. But all that stuff is not staying within the hospital or within um Yeah, that information with the doctor. Going out. It's going out to the government probably. They're figuring it all out, you know what I mean? They're looking at the numbers and trying to, you know, see what they need where they need to target. I don't think they could put the name out there though. It's all HIPAA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. When they they said that they you literally think they really were doing it? Yeah, for sure. And that I think that's why Against they, our when will she said of when the she people? said that Medicare and Medicaid was waiving patients' rights. Basically, the the HIPAA rights, you know, mm-hmm. to the privacy. This is what I think. What I think, anyways. Like, yeah, hey, they're already on their way out. Go yeah. ahead. I would have to look more into that, but that's what fucking. I would and think then that. they just cover it up. Yeah, buddy. Alrighty. So I want to talk about some of these uh, um, laws going into effect in California. There's five main ones, and then there's one that you you brought up too that we could talk about a little. One of them is SB 107. That's the sanctuary state for trans children. Obviously, that's a big uh, hot hot button topic right now, especially with the drag shows and all those different things. But I don't really think drag shows really have a connection to trans like that as much as people think. You know what I mean? Maybe more to the to the to the gay you know lesbians and gay or gay men. I feel are the ones that do that the most, and they're not really trying to become women. They're just more like like dressing as women, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, but it's not like what the old drag shows. They didn't try to involve children. Exactly, yes. Yes, for sure. The but, old ones, they had their own community yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. But like in the two Wong, I think it's called two Wong Fu, Wesley Snipes, John Leguizamo, and uh, uh, Patrick Swayze, I think it was. Yeah, was that a movie? Tu Wong Fu. I don't think I watched that. No, maybe not Jack Patrick Swayze. I forget yeah. his name, but they all they were drag queens that night. Yeah, yeah. That's the difference between that and yeah, the like show. The I guess the children thing, and I was just bringing up now. a point about how like you know they they try to they try to put those two things together together. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's necessarily like that. But anyways, the the chance children thing, I think that's a little. I mean. It's like old liberalism versus new liberalism. Yeah, I don't. I just don't like the idea of like kids being subjected to stuff like that at such a young age, and because I've I've had I've I know kids that are boys that have played with with dolls and shit like that and have grown up to be hardcore ass motherfuckers. You know what you I mean? Talk about you, right? Me, yeah, I was one of them too. I'm not as hardcore as some of the other ones, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And then there's been girls that like to do guy stuff. You know what I mean? Girls like to do. That's guy why they stuff. call it a tomboy. Yeah, exactly. They basically killed the tomboy <laughs> with, with all this trans stuff. Like, no, you're supposed to be like a boy. If you're a tomboy, you get a wiener too. Yeah, you can get a wiener nowadays. So then, you get you a know, wiener. You turn we turn into a tomboy. Give you facial your, hair for your tenth birthday. You get a dildo and say, "Here you go." Now you're yeah. a tomboy. You're a real. Like, you're a real boy. I'm a real it's boy. Just a, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a phase 
Yeah, and that, uh, that's and that's and that's where I think too, like a lot of this mental health stuff is coming into play too. Getting all these young kids on all these different types of drugs, fucking shit that's not good for you. Actually, one of the hormone blockers they use is actually used for is like chemical castration for sex offenders. They use it in other countries. I forgot what the name of it was, but uh, Matt Walsh talked about it in his documentary, mm-hmm. One of the Women. And I was just like, that is insane that they're giving that to kids like that. Um, I just couldn't fucking believe it. And then the chick is trying to justify. She's actually a pediatric doctor who he was talking to. And she's like justifying it. She's like, oh, I don't like the term you're using, uh, drugs. He's like, well, it is a drug, right? She's like, it's not a drug. It's meta- it's meta- it's medication and this and that. She's like, oh, well, the definition of the drug is, and he read the definition and it's like, that's a, a drug, <laughs> you know? It, it, w- it went through the whole thing and then it's just like, oh man, it and it's sad because okay, so the, it's, that, it's it, already but, embedded into into like schools now and is, and in doctor with doctors is that using word semantics because what's medication versus drug? Yeah, it's the same thing, right? So, but you say drug, people think of yeah negative, right? Bad, yep. But you say medication it, or medicine, right? Yeah. It's it's something to help. Yep. Tylenol, mm-hmm. ibuprofen, Advil. That's yeah. a drug, but they call it medicine. Yep. But then if you get into a pair of, well, I don't even know what that means, but uh, um, weed, weed, heroin, crack, yeah. cocaine, mushrooms, coke, drugs. Oh, those are drugs. Yeah. So that's where I think those he, are he was using a gotcha point with yeah. the word drug yeah. as negative because it fit his narrative. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I disagree with the castration for kids. Got her all fired up too. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like I think he just twisted it, just like they twisted on us to make it sound like. But at the same time, he knew he she would trigger. Yeah. And blow up. I'm just kidding. I don't like the way you're phrasing it. But still, drug. You say drug, be like, okay. It's like saying, oh, drug is a cigarette. Drug is nicotine. I mean, it could be technically. Oh, is this one right here? Vaping is like, you know, being a drug. My name is Michelle Forcier, um, and I have a medical degree from University of Connecticut Residency, University of Utah Pediatrics, and I've worked for a number of different Planned Parenthoods for 20 years. I do advanced contraception and abortion, as well as gender hormones, and sort of looking at the whole sort of schema of gender, sex, and and reproductive um, justice. So you've done a lot of work in this field. Can you just start by telling us? Why is it like they say, and this is a good point that they always make, people that are into these type of things and stuff like that are always like, they kind of look like her, like the colored hair and fucking... They fit the stereotype, but then when you stereotype them, they're like, "How dare you?" How dare like, yeah, but, but you, you are. are. Like, you look like that lady on Matt Walsh. How dare you say yeah. I look like somebody else? Okay, yeah, I am that lady. But how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> sure. Uh, at what age can a child first begin to transition into another gender or identify themselves as a gender different from how they were born? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's research and data that show that um, babies and infants um, understand differences in gender. Some children figure out their gender really early, and the reason why we are 
say, oh, that's it's interesting it's or important. It's because they're figuring out their gender identity is not necessarily congruent with their sex assigned at birth. When a, when a doctor sees the penis and says, this is a male, has the sex of male, that's an arbitrary distinction. Telling that family, based on that little penis, that your child is you. absolutely male-identified, <laughs> no matter what else occurs in their life, that's not correct. So what does gender affirmation baby? care? You're a big proponent of, if we walk through, a child is sitting down with you, is questioning yeah. their gender. What's the gender affirmation? It's like if, a, if, a, if it's a little penis, it's definitely supposed to be a woman. And if it's a, so big, I'm like if it's a, a big penis, it's I'm like a, a I'm like a vanilla uh, Tootsie Roll, and you would be the the regular brown Tootsie Roll. I mean, I'm just a Tootsie Roll. Yeah. Oh, no, well, you could be the caramel. Yeah, I like the caramel. And then he would be the, uh, Jay would be the tootsie regular roll. Tootsie Roll. He's like a Snickers bar, probably. <laughs> as, a, as a baby little penis. He's got the meanest Snickers, maybe. <laughs> In process. Uh, Affirmation means that as a pediatrician, as someone who says my job is to provide the best medical care for you, is I need to listen bro. really carefully. And how I put it in words for kids so that they can understand it is tell me your story. Where have you been in terms of your gender and your gender identity? Where are you right now? And more excitingly, where would you like to be in the future? Have you ever met a four-year-old? Who believes in Santa Claus? Mm -hmm. So this is someone who believes that a fat man is traveling through the sky on a flying reindeer at lightning speed, coming down his chimney with presents. Yeah. Would you say that this is someone who maybe has a tenuous grasp on reality? They have an appropriate four-year-old <laughs> handle on the sure. reality Agreed. that's very real for them. Agreed. What the Agreed. Fuck? But Santa Claus is real for them, but yeah. Santa Claus is not actually real. Yeah, well, and, but Santa Claus does deliver their Christmas presents. Well, yeah, but he's not what real, though. This is to gross. that child, they are. When I see a child who, you know, believes in Santa Claus, and then and let's then say they this grow is a boy, out of it. he says, I'm a girl. Mm -hmm. This is someone who can't distinguish between fantasy and reality, so how could you take that as a reality? I would say that as a pediatrician and as a parent, I, I would say how wonderful my four-year-old and their imagination is. Male gametes. That's what makes me male. No. Your, your sperm don't make you male. Then what does? It's a constellation. In reality. Astronomy? In truth. Okay. Whose truth a are we talking about? A constellation or a con... I thought she was going to say like a construct. Consol a constellation. Consolation or... Which is like a free meeting, I think. Constellation. Constellation. Yeah, like a free... <laughs> but she said constellation like the stars. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Constellation. It's a constellation. So there's a bunch of... Um, <laughs> There's a bunch of options. About the same uh, truth that says we're sitting in this room right now. You know, that's what you meant, no, you're not listening. If I if I see a chicken laying eggs and I say that's a female chicken laying eggs, did I assign female or am I just observing a physical reality that's happening in the world? Does a chicken have gender identity? Does a chicken cry? Well, a Does chi a chicken commit suicide? Let's frame it because you're talking. You're trying. Well, a chicken to has sex like any like any biological organism. An assigned gender. But a chicken doesn't have a gender identity. So we assign female to chickens when they lay eggs? That's a, we that's assume they're female if they lay eggs. At, at what age does the <laughs> medical transition begin with uh, medication? So medical affirmation begins when the so patient says saying, they're ready for pretty it. Pretty much she thinks there's no such thing as male and female. 
That's there's no thinks. distinguished difference. Yeah. It's all about how you feel. Like, and you don't even have to be a male or a female. You could be anything you want. I feel sad. You could be a table. <laughs> you could be a table, bro. So that could be a, a kiddo who is just starting group. puberty and panicking because they're getting breast buds or their penis is getting bigger and busier and they're worried about all kinds of masculine changes. And that way, puberty blockers, which are completely reversible, and don't have permanent effects are wonderful because we can put that pause on puberty just like if you were listening to music you put the pause on and we stop the blockers and puberty would go right back to where it was the next note in the song just delayed that period of time one of the drugs used is lupron right which mm -hmm. has actually been used to chemically castrate sex offenders you know what I'm not sure that we should continue with this interview because it seems like it's well, going in a particular direction. Well, you're a medical professional. I am a medical professional. You don't want to talk about the drugs that you I'm give to kids anymore. Oh, no. Again, I'm a physician and the I use medication. You're choosing exploitive words, drugs I give to I'm, kids. I'm choosing a that's chemical what I was word that was in a dictionary. That's what? not a correct term for puberty blocking. I, I could like look up on my phone. What are you talking about? When I said that he used the word drug as the negative. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you use, and I only, that's why I said I only choose that side because the way he made, and that's exactly what she thought. You yeah. think of the negative, I'm thinking the positive. Yeah, yeah. That's the only difference. Mm -hmm. So he's saying drug, drug, drug to get his agenda across, but yeah. she's saying mm, that's to you, but to me it's medication. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if I look up prescribed you, drugs, you can look it up on your phone. So it's medical definition. You know. What did you say? Say again. Sorry. Do doctors prescribe drugs or do they prescribe medication? Yeah, both. Depends what you're looking for. No. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. It's though. really, it's all drugs. It's all part of the drug. You go to the doctor, the drugs. it's positive. They say medicine. medicine so it can help you. It you don't get a get drug some medication. so it can hurt medication. you. You know yeah. what I mean? That's why that word drug and medicine is... That's also, I think, uh, a tactic that the, the drug administration put in place type of thing. So that, that way people are wary of taking certain uh, medications because they're called medicine. They're not called drugs, which is what they really are. Administration of a drug to bring about a marked reduction in the body's production of definition. The administration of a drug to bring about a marked reduction in the body's production of androgens and especially testosterone. And I'm saying, as a pediatrician, who takes care of hundreds of these kids, when you use that terminology, you are being malignant and harmful. I mean, there are some who would say that giving chemical castration drugs to kids is malignant and harmful. It's about the context of caring for a child and, and seeing the, the suffering that kids can have that have not been in affirmative home situations. So we're going on this journey. Boys can be girls, girls can be boys. Sounds to me if a kid's going through all this shit is that home situation is not too great. <laughs> it can be women, women can be men. It makes me wonder what what is a woman? What is a woman? A woman is someone who claims that as their identity. It could be many things to many people. Hmm. That was our answer. Uh, well, a woman is anyone. And that was, by the way, not to give any spoilers away, but that is the answer from the left to the question, which is a non-answer. It's the same thing as not answering. But that is... <laughs> Looks like he's got tobacco in his mouth. <laughs> but yeah.
That was that video. That lady's crazy. Uh, yeah, that, so that was, that's the bill that they got for that. For She probably works in California, actually. That's the bill that they passed in California for the sanctuary state, which they're probably going to allow all these drugs to be given to children. They'll keep dropping the age that you can get the drugs. I don't even know what it is now. I think it's yet to be like 12, maybe? Or is it, do they do it all the way at the age of four? I don't even know. Mm. I'm going to have to check it. But that's fucking Didn't pretty I send sick. you that TikTok video of the the girl that started at had the surgery at like eight? Oh Jesus! Oh, well, a boy had the surgery yeah. at eight, and now she has a v- vagina, and they have to keep it dilated. Jesus! Because otherwise, the body closes it up like a wound. That's fucking insane. I did not know about that. And the mom's like. If she doesn't do it, I'm going to be so pissed. I'm going to have to do it myself. Isn't that weird to have to put Imagine something just in over your, time your son's just, yeah. penis vagina? Oh, my God, bro. That's terrible. And that's just a and terrible thing And she's only 14 now. Yeah, that's terrible. Fucking hell, man. It's probably not. It doesn't even work like a vagina, I'm sure. <laughs> probably feel like you're fucking a wound. Jesus. But anyways, California, they'll get into some other crazy shit. So um, they apparently, uh, the bill they signed, AB 2147, decriminalizing jaywalking because of racism. What do you think about that? And how is the fucking jaywalking racism? I'm about to... Because they're saying more people that are not white do it. <laughs> yeah. That's how, is that how, like, uh, is that how shootings start? Like, police shoot, brutality and police shootings? They try to stop a guy because he's jaywalking, and then, like, Probably. beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Freeze. Uh, <laughs> and I'm jaywalking. We know. Freeze. <laughs> yeah, I guess they say they, in certain areas, they proportionally, uh, disproportionately ticket people of color. And critics saying citing people for crossing at the wrong place just gives them another reason to drive instead of walk. Yeah, I guess that's what it has to do with. That makes no sense. I mean, everything's racist nowadays. You can't. It's like, when do you draw the line? Why are they saying, like, we're trying to force people to drive instead of walk? I don't know. That's that's a weird statement. It's also racist to to... Need your ID to vote, too. You know that? So why are they pushing the people to drive? I don't know. Because it's, I don't know, it's fucking... It's a terrible city to fucking walk in. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Can your car and go? I'd rather you not get have exercise. No, so what they're saying is that the the people, there's critics that are against... that the, They say that because they are stopping people, it's... It's going to make them want to buy cars instead of walk. But, like, that's not what they want. You know what I mean? They want to be able to walk mm-hmm. where they want to walk. You know what I mean? Yeah, But, but people are saying that, that that's causes, what they're trying to do. Sometimes is to get ca- them to, it causes the problem of, of walking where they want to walk when they're not paying attention. Yeah. Bro, I, didn't even, I, I never... It, the only thing I know about jaywalk... Well, in New York, it was crazy. Because, like, if you jaywalk out there, they won't really arrest you, but... I'll tell you right now, if you get, like, hit by a car, like, it's your fault. <laughs> you better be in the crosswalk, dude. Yep. Like, you're not going to get nothing for that shit. Mm-hmm. Same thing in Boston, the same way. 
Remember this one dude came flying through. This, I like, think that's why they do it like that. This one dude came flying through this intersection one time, right? And he, we had a green light, so we just went and we fucking hit him right on the ass of his bike, and he fell off his bike onto the floor, and literally picked up his bike and kept going, because he wasn't in like no bike lane or crosswalk or anything like that. So he just grabbed his shit and kept on riding. And I was like, "All right, cool. I guess we keep going." I wasn't gonna stop. I was like, "It's his fault." <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Jaywalking cases. Okay, another one. This is another good one. SB thirteen seventy five. This is this will allow nurses to perform abortions without a doctor present. That's weird. Yeah, I think a procedure like that requires should require a doctor, anyways. But then, don't they have like abortion pills? Like you just take the pill, and that's it. Besides, not all of them require. Besides Plan B, not all of them require uh, like surgery and stuff like that. Maybe like to take it out at well at some point, or if, if you I take the pill. I know there's a pill you can take, and it, it terminates the pregnancy, and then you know maybe you have to. No, I've heard. I think you like. It sounds wrong, but like you kind of like piss it out or whatever, it kind of just comes out of you over time whenever you go to the bathroom and shit like that. But either way, that to me is just them trying to get more people getting abortions, which uh, is a big thing for them. They love sacrificing, sacrificing fetuses <laughs> and eating them. No, <laughs> whoa, no, but we gotta eat our babies. I think that's what somebody said. In you know, they say, like, abortions. I, some people think abortions are based in, like, racism, too, which I can see that because I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I think I think it's black ba- black mothers abort their kids, like, way more than any other race in the country. And there's more uh, especially in, New York in their too. neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Those Planned Parenthoods, yeah. And they say, I think it was, like, if you see a... a a black woman, a mother on the train and subway, I mean on the train, on the subway in uh, New York, that y- she's more likely to be going to get an abortion than to go see a doctor. It's crazy. And they 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 have it up there as the number one killer of black life is abortion, actually, too, based off of, like, how many people, black uh, mothers have terminated their pregnancies and stuff like that. Hmm. Number one killer. And there was so somebody was saying he's like they were like oh you wonder why, uh, you know black population stays below twelve percent thirteen percent it's been at that for for years now and it doesn't go any higher anymore because and that's why it's because we're we're killing our ba- they're killing their babies at alarming at crazy rates is what um what I was hearing before who's and then, the lady that started abortion I forget what the Margaret. Lady. Margaret Sanger. Yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was racist. racist as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was all planned. Apparently, it was her plan to do to basically create the perfect race. And basically, they want to kill off all the, any, uh, you know, ethnic, ethnic race, like Spanish, uh, blacks, anyone with disformities and stuff like that, wanted to kill them off, too. Like, if they were going to have any type of disabilities or anything like that, kill them off. You know, that was her goal. She's the fi- She founded Planned Parenthood, pretty much. And that bitch was crazy. She 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 looked up to people that were like Nazis. Apparently, they were like uh, 
She was trying to get very into it. that shit, huh? Get rid of the race. Yeah. Well, that yeah, exactly. That she she looked up to those people that like you know believed in a perfect race or one one race to like rule them all type of thing. Population control. Yep. Population control too. That and then I know I know there's obviously those conspiracy theories though about actually uh what is it the adrenochrome or something like that that you get for it's something that's very high in, in fetuses mm-hmm. that people use to keep them young or whatever it's called. Is that what it was called, adrenochrome? I've heard the word, but I don't know what. So, yep. So that man, California just sounds like it's getting worse and worse. And then uh, another law they just passed was SB three fifty seven, decriminalizing loitering in public places, uh, so that way they can pro- do do prostitution. You can have prostitutes out there, probably drug dealers out there. Loitering and, and shit, and nobody can get in trouble. Like if you have a business or something like that, and there's people out there fucking with your shit in front of your store, you can't really say or do nothing about that shit anymore. Which is pretty fucking sad, if you ask. Yeah, I mean, it's all good, I guess, if you're looking for like a prostitute and shit to have fun with. And if you live in California, you like drugs. So I seen this crazy video today. And it's this guy talking. I'm pretty sure it's a few, it's an old video, but it's this guy. He goes, "Oh, I'm gonna read off some statistics for you, and I want you guys to tell me uh, what you think if it's the NBA or the NFL." Oh yeah, let's do that video. Well, oh yeah, we could watch it actually. Yeah. Is there a longer than just a TikTok uh, version of it? I got this one. Yeah. Oh, lo- longer than this one's fifty seconds. Dad, guess which is it? Is it Dad? Guess which is it? Is it NBA or NFL? 36 have been accused of spousal abuse. Seven have been arrested for fraud. 19 have been accused of writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly uh, been bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71, I repeat, 71 cannot get a credit card due to their bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently are defendants in lawsuits, and 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. 84. How many of you think NBA? How many of you think NFL? Well, the answer is neither. It's the 435 members of the United States Congress. Dad, guess what you... <laughs> you yes. heard that dude? Oh. <laughs> he was probably one of them. Like, oh, he was disgusted. He was like, yeah, that, he was like, Ugh. like, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, 36 accused of spousal abuse, so. There you go, boy who identifies as Hitler admits he pees on mugs. Bro, I've seen that video. I mean, I've seen the, I've seen the dude fucking talking about it. I can't even go through it. I need to control it. Officer killed him. Brian killed him. That, yeah, that was a little much for me. Me offing my... Me offing myself was one of the first memories I had from that lifetime. It came to me when I was five in my nightmares. You can see right where I shot myself, too. Wait, wait, wait. What? I'm going to try to find you. I'm going to try to find a boy who identifies as Hitler. I'm Hitler. Just picture him going to school. I'm Hitler. I'm Hitler, and you're fucking gonna like it. What's his little fucking name? Felix 
C-I-P-H Felix Cipher. Yeah, sounds right. So as you're probably aware by now, TikTok can be a platform where people can pretend to be something they're not. For example, like Hitler, like Adolf. Really can't give me nothing. Jesus Christ, I have no idea what I'm saying. <laughs> but I'm very in tune with my past and my past lives. My last life just so happened to be a very infamous one. Hitler gender? I'm fairly certain this is even too crazy for the far left. But I'm very in tune with... She's that fucking lesbian chick who was talking to this girl. She was like, oh... Define a woman, what a woman is for me. She's like, a woman is whatever you feel. And she was like, nope, nope. Whatever you feel on the inside is a woman. <laughs> and she's like, no. And she's like, as a lesbian, that's so disrespectful. And she was like, that kind of just defeats the whole sexual construct, our whole sexual construct and how we do things and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Because the LG, what was it? It used to just be like. LGB. Lesbian and gay. And bi, yeah. Well, B was even that guy, too. But LGB was, like, I think how it started. I don't remember the T. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, the T was... I don't, I don't think I remember the T ever being Eight there. years ago? <laughs> Until 15. <laughs> That's the sounds about right, though. That's funny that you said that. Because then it was T, and there was a Q, and there was the R-S-T-U-V again. Mm, racial dust. Their own community don't even agree with each other. <laughs> Who? What community are you talking about? The LGBT. Oh yeah. Q, they don't IA. like a lot of them. Don't have you seen that uh, that one group they called Gays Against Groomers? That's like they're really adamant about like even like uh, there's even like trans people in the group too. They're like very adamant about like not letting kids be a part of this, not grooming, not le like pushing, uh, the way they think about life and the way they approach it on kids kind of thing, especially since a lot of them found out didn't really find out themselves until they were a lot older you know what i mean or in their, their teen years maybe or something like that shit some people don't don't even like grew up not even knowing what that shit is what, what's like liking the opposite sex you only grew up knowing you boys like girls girls like boys type of thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. so you know how those ideas really do get growing up kind of when i was sorry uh, I good? when i was growing up it, you if you had an earring in your right ear just that was your symbol of being gay yeah i heard about that or was it that the was, left one that was 80 no it was right oh it was one of those <laughs> i remember that though that was funny i think so and then um who was it somebody was wearing a ring the other uh, Maybe. one earring the other day and i was like oh that's gay <laughs> i think it was one one is it's left. right ear, right ear, one and right ear. Left is straight, what? Yeah. Something like that. Because Michael That's Jordan, so weird. Lawrence Taylor, Yeah. you know, all of them, they had that one cross where it was yeah. all cross and one hoop. And then eventually we just started doing both ears. Yeah. I wonder if that's that was super gay. That Does was that mean I'm bi? Yeah. <laughs> it means you're just confused. I'm confused. What is a woman? No, like <laughs> that. Honestly, I think that's all I got. You got anything you want to look up? Mm -hmm. no. I'm pretty good.
All right, that's our show, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible. We're on Google Podcasts as well. Anywhere you can stream your podcast, you can find us. Uh, we just got the new YouTube up and running, uh, so we're really excited about that, making some nice short videos to make the podcast a little more easy, easier to digest. Uh, so take a look at that. Make sure you follow and subscribe, uh, subscribe to everything. Uh, stay a bit longer. Uh, podcast is what you want to look for. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram and Facebook as well. Uh, peace out, love.